everyone and welcome to another Bible study here at One Love Live at Love Walk and I'm your host Leela Winston. I pray you are well and God is blessing you in every way. Um, I want to encourage you to check out um, some of the other Bible studies as we talk about purpose. As you know, we come together to read the Word of God, to study it so that we can uh, apply it, but also so that we can learn our purpose. And so um, I want to encourage you to check out some of the other ones. I'm going to try to link them in the description so that you'll be able to have kind of like a not really a playlist but like some references that will help you to understand it you know some of our conversations about you know being a royal priestess and understanding the priesthood can really help you to be able to understand that a little bit better so I'm going to try to put some links in the description and you know you can you know check those out at your leisure so what we're going to do is go ahead and get started I want to talk about purpose again today but we're going to talk about it in a very interesting way because I think a lot of times we think purpose knowing our purpose and understanding our purpose um, is something that comes immediately or something that we figure out in an aha moment or all at once maybe maybe but not always you know sometimes you come to know what it is um, I think Moses came to know what it is I think David came to know what it is I mean maybe David <laughs> he didn't come because someone told him exactly um, and we had conversations about that um, but sometimes it comes you know it's not something that you automatically know so sometimes there is the weight of your life that begins to show you what your purpose is and so our purpose and God's will are something that are inextricably tied together remember God didn't just make us because he thought yay it would be neat to make this little human <laughs> he made us with purpose that's something that everyone needs to understand you're made with a purpose you just want to you just hope that you are a vessel made unto honor for the Bible says that there are vessels unto honor and vessels unto dishonor so you just want to hope that you're one of those uh, vessels that he created that will be doing good in the world that will be doing his will um, that will do be doing what is right um, and that's really important to be one of those vessels and we have to remember that our purpose and God's will are not separate instead they are like storylines for characters in the same play or movie in fact if you pray to be used within your will God may pull you across sea and land to perform or fulfill that purpose you have to understand how powerful it is in terms of God's will and what he wants in the earth remember I want to point out some areas to show you how God's purpose and his will how your purpose and God's will really sort of come together if you can remember there was a man who was praying who was upright in heart to God and he was actually uh, and God actually called Peter to his house to preach to his whole house his whole household so that they could be saved and this you can find the story in Acts chapter 10 and so this is going to be our anchor text I know um, usually I read the anchor text a little bit up front but we didn't do that but our anchor text is really going to be centered right here on God calling this particular gentleman to perform something that is within his will and within that individual's purpose so let's go ahead and read Acts chapter 10 verse 4 and 5 
It's Acts chapter 10, verse 4 and 5. It says, And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and your alms are come up for a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. And the reason that that's so important for us to read is because he literally... Um, really calls him out by name but he calls him out by name because of what Peter's calling is if you think about what he said about Peter he says you know you are Peter and upon this uh, rock I will build my church and here he's having a man um, who is praying to the Lord trying to do what is right and now he's sending Peter to go ahead and preach to him God God's purposes they call you they push you and they disturb you to help others, to pray for someone, to go somewhere or do something. Purpose is not a light thing. It calls you to fulfill the law of Christ, as it says in Galatians chapter 6 and 2, in bearing others' burdens as well. So it's really, I think it's really key when we look at that in those first two scriptures in those anchor texts that we see how this man they're not in the same vicinity. He's literally calling him saying, I need you to come here and do this work for me. So for instance, someone called to be, let's say a pastor, maybe moved to help someone that they see on TV just one time and go through great lengths to find that individual, to pray with them, to encourage them and help them. If one prays to fulfill purpose and you are an evangelist, whether you know it or not, because sometimes we don't realize what our purpose is, what our calling or our gifts are. And that's something really important in terms of purpose as well as knowing your gifts in the spirit. But when you know your purpose, and even if you don't know it, if you're praying just to fulfill God's will, and God knows your purpose, okay? He's not confused. We are. <laughs> you know, it's we that we do not know what we shall be, but he knows already. So if God knows what you should be, let's say that there is an individual who's an evangelist and they don't know it and they pray to God to fulfill his purpose. They may suddenly be moved. Let's say, you know, they might be moved to a new job post or a new job site. They might even be fired from that job or forced to relocate so that they can reach new people to minister to. God uses so many different ways to get people to do his work. You may think, oh, I'm just moving here. I'm just going there. I think I'll stay here. Something might come up that will move you halfway across the country or halfway around the world or move you back. The point is, is that God has a purpose and he uses other people sometimes to do it. They don't even know that they're fulfilling God's purpose, but God knows it. He doesn't really tell everybody what it is that he's doing. You may not know that God is fulfilling, you know, purpose in you when you pray to be in his will or to fulfill your purpose. God fulfills purpose through various methods that have nothing to do with how we think they should be fulfilled or who should do it. In fact, God will even use your enemies to fulfill purpose. This is really one of the most brilliant things that you need to understand. You need to understand that people that don't like you or pissed at you or whatever, those people are a part of helping you to fulfill purpose. That's absolutely key.
And so I really want to encourage you to think about the purpose that you have and how that maybe even people that don't like you are helping you and they don't know it. They don't have to know, look, it's just between you and me. They don't have to know that God is using them. And I'm going to show you how that they can do that. Here's some examples. Do you remember Joseph? Joseph, you know, he's one of the 12 uh, brothers. He had jealous brothers and they threw him in a pit and they did not know it was a setup. They did not know it was not only for Joseph's good, but for the entire Hebrew nation to be in Egypt. This is really something we don't altogether understand. We don't, we won't altogether understand it because we're not magnificent in that way. I want you to also think about the Hebrews. They're another great example. Okay, I want you to think about Pharaoh. Do you remember Pharaoh? He refused to let those Hebrews go. He said, you know, I'm not going to let them go. And his heart kept getting harder. In fact, the Bible says God hardened his heart. And in the process, he destroyed his own country. And finally, by drowning in the Red Sea, he actually destroyed Egypt's leadership and its vast army. Think about that. Leaving the nation helpless and in quick decline. And if you really think about it, it might have been able to recover had it freed the Hebrews sooner and with its leadership and military still intact, it could have rebuilt. But God had a purpose, not just to let the Hebrews go, but to destroy that kingdom entirely. And, you know, Pharaoh could have never known that he was a part of it. He's thinking he's being hard. He's being strong. He's going to show these little Hebrews a thing or two. And he's actually destroying his nation in the process and God does that the Hebrews didn't know that that was a part of their purpose they thought their purpose was just to go out into you know the wilderness and be able to worship their God that's what they were trying to do but in the process the whole nation of Egypt was destroyed this is huge we don't understand what God is doing so it's really important and I'll give you one more example Okay, and if we can remember the Pharisees, do you remember the Sadducees that sought to kill Jesus, not knowing that Christ, our Emmanuel, who had been revealed to destroy the works of the devil, was now going to multiply like those fishes and loaves when he was crucified. They had no idea that by killing him, they were going to make him multiply. Like, they were worried about one guy, just one guy. But when they killed him, he became many. Not only did he come back from the dead, he also became many. And I'll show you how. Remember, and I want you to remember these things. There needs to be three that testify in the earth. Water, spirit, and blood. And without the shedding of blood, there could not have been remission of sin. And thereby forgiveness and engrafting in of the believer. That would be empowered to act on behalf of God through the spirit. Even Jesus said, if I go not away, the spirit cannot come in John 16, verse 7 to 15. And we're going to read that briefly, but I want you to think about what they did. They had no idea that when they killed Jesus, they were literally breaking the bread and multiplying it. Had he not left, he might have had, could he really have, you know, created, you know, so many? No, it would have been just him. He said, unless I go, the Holy Spirit will not come. 
And that Holy Spirit is everything. It's the thing that allowed there to be so many believers out there turning the world upside down. The Bible said that the disciples turned the world upside down. That means the world was in complete chaos just because of these believers. Don't ever believe that Christianity, that, you know, believing in, you know, God and in Emmanuel, God with us, is a soft patty cake religion. It's a powerful religion. It's not even a religion. It is a faith, a powerful faith that changes the world, that, that, that destroys kingdoms and raises them up, raises up kings. And that is why it's so important. So let's go ahead and look at John 16, um, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it to you. And all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it to you. He also said in Acts chapter uh, 1 verse 8 that we would receive power. So you have to understand what was happening even when the Sadducees came along and the Pharisees and they wanted to crucify Jesus. They thought they were doing something great. They were actually making more little Jesuses. (laughs) They didn't know they were making an army that would overtake them and that would overcome the world. That is why you really have to be um, wise and you really have to be careful as a believer um, and not become too upset when you see people that are set against you um, or who are trying to stop you from doing something. There are many times I see something that is maybe unfair or that is not right and I have waited because I knew God was doing something and it turned out exactly that. Just because something is bad doesn't mean it's going to end that way, that God isn't going to use it for your good and the good of his purpose. Remember, I say this all the time, God is a mastermind. We don't know what he's doing. That's why it's important to know your purpose because sometimes the people you think that are trying to stop you or the enemies or that horrible mother-in-law, the horrible father-in-law or you know that bad boss at your job or you know the person who is trying to stop you from, you know, your business from advancing or whatever it is could be, some jealous person, whatever, some situation Maybe you're in a bad, you know, country or maybe something is going on. Don't always believe that that's a bad thing. Remember, purpose is so much greater and God's will is always going to be. There is no one that's going to stop it. It's like a train. You can either get on board with it or it can run you over. And that's literally what it does to many, many, many people. Just like we saw with the Pharisees who thought they were going to you know, destroy the Lord. Well, they actually made more. And Pharaoh actually destroyed his own kingdom, chasing down these Hebrew people. And, you know, there's so many 
areas and so many places where knowing your purpose is important and being able to, you know, take your emotions out of it and see what God is doing. And that is what I want to encourage you to do is to begin to start seeking your purpose. And we're going to go a little bit more into it and then, you know, we'll probably move on to something else. Um, But I really want you to start thinking about your purpose because if you understand your purpose, you'll know what you need to pray about why you need to pray about not all obstacles you want to be moved not all bad people you want to stop doing that because they're playing a role in your life they're doing something that helps you they will not know it sometimes you may not know it sometimes you might but you want them to do it because they're fulfilling god's will and God can use anybody to do it. And if you know your purpose, you'll be more inclined to be cooperative and understand how, you know, maybe something adverse that is coming at you is actually a good thing rather than a bad thing. The Lord is is magnificent and his mind is beyond us knowing it. So I want to encourage you, you know, to learn your purpose. Go back over these scriptures and share this Bible study with someone who's seeking to know their purpose in the earth. It doesn't always come immediately you know Abraham you know maybe he didn't know his purpose immediately and and maybe Moses didn't know his immediately Um, but you will find it if you seek the Bible says seek for wisdom you know so I want to thank you so much for tuning in I pray God blesses you I'll talk to you later bye